style. style. Stephen Kyle. Living in style. Stephen Kyle. Steve. Kyle. Living in style. Oof. Boy, that does not get old. That brings you in. I mean, you know, if you're sitting there right now, you're the headphones on and you're not rocking back and forth. Well, one, you're a monster. Mm -hmm. And two, you just don't understand how to properly bring in an audience. Yeah. That was exquisite. Maybe we'll, we'll fire the old EDM remix, too, just for good measure. Yeah. how robotic we sound absolutely it fits the theme you know we did the cartoon filter for our logo <laughs> yeah the robot music for our right. themes now you said you gave that that guy's my wonder my ponderous podcast a listen i to, did and yeah. you texted me and said whoa that's a bit over my head i'm glad that you reminded me of that yeah i was um i was working uh at my hobby job last week i have i have my real job and then I have my hobby job, sure. where I work in a in a shop making making truck parts, right. <laughs> basically feeding metal into machines. Oh, really? And uh, hitting a green button that says start or run, and then like eight to ten minutes later, it beeps, and I take the metal out, and uh, then I put new metal in, and and I hit that button again, and it does it all. I'm basically a machinist. Look at you. Um, I know that uh, we've we've talked about that on the radio show before and i've gotten a lot of flack from people who don't consider me a machinist because i mean they know all the ins and outs oh, of how the well, machines work here's they, what get a, you... they get a little fussy but i mean i'm i'm basically a machinist well yeah and i mean i you're... know i know everything that i'm doing are you make you're essentially making blocks of steel okay i mean well, i i put raw materials in and then a part comes out and no one else is involved in the process except for me so I'm ba- like- I'm essentially seeing it from start to finish. Absolutely. So, you are the so you're a, you're a, like a would you call yourself a junior machinist or just full fledged? Oh no, I'm a machinist. You're a full fledged yeah. machinist. Okay. Yeah. CNC machinist. Not even a journeyman, just no, straight no, like, no, no. No. Like not you could an, open a shop yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, not a, not an apprentice. I'll probably have an apprentice at some sure. point. Oh, okay. And then would you teach that apprentice how to feed said stuff into the machine? Well, no. I mean, I can't teach them all my secrets. There's a reason that I'm getting paid the big bucks. Yeah, there's a danger associated yeah. in, in you know to your title that you can't just let any Joe Schmo sure do that. So I was I understand. It's kind of monotonous work. I mean, granted, super important in every way work. Yeah, and not just anybody can uh, push those green buttons and put pieces of metal in into a big machine. <coughs> so while I'm well, seems like you're feeling better. But... Oh God. So while I'm doing that, uh, while I'm working on the, you know, working on the machines, working on the chain gang, pumping out parts and uh, watching revenue go through the roof for the company. Right. um, I need something to listen to. So last week I was there a couple of days and I thought, oh, our friend, our our podcast buddy, my ponderous podcast. I'm going to listen to that. Yeah. I'm going to see see what he talks about, because you said you listened to the first few few minutes of it. it. And uh, so I, I listened to, I think he had two episodes posted. Yep. And I listened to both of them, and man, is that stuff over my head. He seems like he's a regular guy, but just living, living, like, functioning at so much higher of a level than I am. Was he just talking intellectual type of stuff, or just questions you Even- would never think about to consider? Kind of a little bit of both. He was talking about common situations that everybody's in, but thinking about them in a way that I would never think about. Like the one, uh, the first episode, he talked about, um, say you walk into a public restroom, go to the bathroom, you wash your hands. Yeah. You're left with the option of paper towels to dry your hands or the uh, hand dryer to dry your hands. 
which one do you go with? Well, it seems like a simple, like, you know, oh, I, I prefer paper towels or I prefer sure. the dryer. But he broke it down on, like, what effect each of those is having. Like, if you're, if you're going to use the paper towels, uh, obviously a tree had to be cut down for that. So which one is affecting the earth more? Using the hand dryer, using the paper towels. And it, so you think, okay, well, maybe it, it's got to be paper towels because a tree had to be cut down for it. Sure. But the tree's already been cut down. So you using that paper towel is not really affecting that tree because oh, it's, it's already been cut down. See what I'm talking about? It's, like, that's so weird. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, what the hell, man? And how what do you... Are, 98% of people aren't thinking about that question no. on that plane. No, and that's like, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed thinking about it like that. I'm like, so for the next week, every time I was in the bathroom, I'm like, well, what do I, I mean? What do I do now? I mean, I only have the option of paper towels and granted, yeah, that tree is already cut down, but I mean, me using it is going to eventually lead to another one. Yeah, because the the supply is running out and now there's the demand for another. What do I do? Right. So maybe I just air dry. Maybe I just walk around with wet hands. Do I do that? Maybe I wipe them on my shorts. When I initially read the description that had paper towel versus air dryer, I thought, oh, it must be like a comedy podcast. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like where you're debating two sides of an issue yeah. that are kind of nonsensical. A Seinfeld, if you will. That's kind of what I thought. Too. And to hear it's on that level... Of, well, you don't know what's going through the tree's brain as it's Dude, cut down. That I, is terrifying to even think about. So I'm going to go back and say paper towels because I'm lazy and it's faster, period. I, that being said, I really enjoyed it. And I'm gonna, I think I subscribed us to his podcast, so you'll probably get notifications. That's good. I'm going to have to take time. a listen to that more because uh, that is definitely unique. I also listened to another podcast the same day, and it, it had been out for a while. Uh, I think it, it had come out in like April or May. It was, um, I think it was a Vice podcast from, you remember when that news broke probably three or four months ago, like I said, April or May, about the guy that was going to be patient zero for the head transplant? Oh, yeah. Well, some guy from Vice did, uh, I think he was from Vice. I'm, I'll, I'll track it down. I'll try and put it in the description so you can listen to it. But he, um, this guy tracked down the patient. He tracked down, uh, the doctor who's going to do the surgery. And he also tracked down a guy who thinks that the doctor is going to do the surgery is a complete quack. Oh my like, God. Like there's no chance this is going to happen. So it's a, cause that schedule, uh, the, the surgery is scheduled for, if, if you're not familiar with it, this guy has, some kind of uh, degenerative, degenerative, God, that is a difficult word to say, degenerative disease where he is losing, like, his mind, mm -hmm. perfectly fine. But his body is just saying, F you, and he's basically like a, a prisoner in his own body. Oh. So this doctor believes that he has the technology to do a head transplant. Oh, no. So they basically need to find a person who is brain dead, who's willing to donate their body. And then they have the guy who is like a body dead and he's going to donate his head. And this guy says that over the course of like a 36 hour surgery with a couple of, a couple of hundred surgeons and doctors and everyone, they'll be able to take his head off and, Pop it on another body. Oh, for crying. Nope. Nope. So listening to the, the patient, it was it was kind of inspiring because this guy's like, he's like, well, what else am I going to do? I'm going to be dead in a couple of years anyway because I'm going to be a prisoner in my own body. So I may as well donate my, essentially donate his body to science. And if it works, hell yeah, this is great. Then the doctor, he's, I mean, you listen to him and you're convinced. You're like, well, this guy knows what he's doing. He's. Why, why are we waiting another two years to do this or a year and a half to do this? Then they get to the guy who, um, I don't know what degrees he holds, but he is some kind of, you know, doctor with extensive degrees yeah. and, and knows all about everything. And he brings up the very good point of 
because the whole the the main issue with this whole thing is you're cutting off someone's head. Obviously, you're severing the spinal cord, sure, and reattaching it on a new body, where the body may reject the head, the head may reject the body. You hear that happen with organs right. pretty routinely. They have exactly. to take medications just to have it right. accepted. And they said, even if this works, even if this guy defies science yeah. and everything that we know, the the patient could just go insane because there will be these massive chemical imbalances and the body is fighting the head because it it's a foreign object, essentially. Oh, but then man. he brings up the very good point. Uh, the, the guy, he says, I wish I had all the names in front of me, but I had forgotten that I had listened to it until we started talking about this. But he said... If you like there there's never been a time they haven't been able to repair a spinal cord. Exactly. Like, yeah, that's uh, what I was thinking when sure. you initially told me about that. If they can't cure massive spinal injuries, how right. can they rectify this divide, you know, of severing one and just propping right. it on another? Well, this doctor also says that the patient will be walking within a year right. after the surgery. I'm on the I'm on the other I'm on the other side now. I think the guy's a quack. Yeah. So that's exactly what the the guy said, the one who, um, you know, is giving the counterpoint. He's like, okay, great. You say that you can do this. Well, do it then. Let's see you do this on patients who have spinal injuries, who are in wheelchairs, who are paraplegics, quadriplegics. Yeah. Let's see you repair their spinal cords because you you say that you can do it. Yeah, let's start there before literally just... You know, getting the old hacksaw out. Yeah, just cut, slice right through, getting the head off, and then and then trying it somewhere else. Put a little bondo on it. Yeah, I mean, have we tried this in rats yet, (laughs) or monkeys, whatever? Something that's possible. The only thing I was disappointed about because it was still a really fascinating interview. um, He interviewed all three of them. I just wish he had done it in a different order. I wish he had talked to the guy who says no way this is possible first because he would have gotten a lot of questions from that interview to then ask the doctor who's going to do the surgery. But he talked to the patient first, the guy doing the surgery second, and then the guy who says it's not possible third. Which is probably the best way to frame it because then you get the people who are listening the wonderment of, oh, that could happen until the... uh the down-to-earth doctor comes in and says, you're right. all crazy. Right. You need to realize he's literally just murdering somebody yeah. here. That, and they said that the surgery is going to cost like $100 million. Oh, I don't doubt that. $100 yeah, that... million. Dollars, and there is any, um, no first world country is going to yeah. say, yeah, do it here. Right. So, there, you know, it's going to be in some backwoods. Yeah, it's <laughs> going to be in a warehouse out of Argentina. <laughs> yeah. That's you know, just, the, you know, the most sterile place for surgery. Well, I mean, would you do the, it? The most important surgery I ever. Mean, yeah, exactly. This would, well, essentially it's going to be the, the most expensive murder. I mean, sure. I, I guess not murder because there's not intent, but. Would it, you do it? Let's say your body's going out on you and you, I mean, would you give it a try? Let's say your last um, three months of life, you just, instead of waiting those out. You For say, three, yeah, let's um, say, let's, you know what? Here's my defined date. We're going to go into surgery. Try this. If it I doesn't knew, work, I'm if dead I anyway. For, okay. I, I just turned 35 a couple months ago. If, if a doctor said to me today, uh, starting tomorrow, you're going to start losing all of your muscle control within six months. You're just going to be, you'll be completely immobile and you'll be dead this time next year. I think I would have I would have to be at the point where I had no more control, right? Yeah. And I, I couldn't move. <coughs> and I agree. That's at that cool. point. At that point, I would say, okay, now I know because with all my luck, I'd say, yeah, let's do the surgery today, and then they'd chop my head off, I'd die, and then they'd say, oh, he just he just had a flu, right? Like, oh, can you guys believe this? Yeah. It's just a he different just, strain a of a. He had the, he had the flu, no yeah. big deal. Yeah, the shakes. Something's going on. I don't know. I think, um, yeah, I, I would have to know that I only had a few months left. See, I look at it as you have that option, which in my money, 98%, you're dead anyway. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, I mean, you're, it's, you're not, you're not going to get out of surgery or you you'll take, be dead. Sure. You'll be dead on the table. Yep. 
or you take whatever magic pills are legal in Oregon and wherever else, donate your organs, save six other people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which which is a better option, which, don't get me wrong, I'm not even an organ donor. I talked to my <laughs> wife about this. I'm so selfish. Yeah. I actually want my organs buried with me. I've got a real, uh, real weird phobia about somebody I know seeing somebody walking down the streets with my eyes. Oh, man. Something weird like that. And <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying like my eyes are very distinguishing, but just like say if... No, but what if they? What if like a pedophile gets them, and then right. you got well, pedo eyes? Well, what you, you're you're the donor for pedo eyes, exactly. Or I mean, just the weird realization like this: if it's this crazy person just happened to get a new set of eyes, you mm-hmm. know, and he's got the wild eyes look, but it's me, you know. <laughs> so I don't. Oh nope, bury me with it. Yeah, put I, me in a box where my fluids won't leak out. See, I'm. I don't want to. I don't think I want to be buried at all. I no. want. Yeah, cremate me. I just have. I, I don't know. I guess I watched one too many movies when I was a kid about like, like there was a movie called buried alive sure. and I'm like F that. So I would rather just be burned that way. I'm dead. Like yeah. I'm not surviving that. Well, even if you do realize it, that you are alive, it'll go quick enough. Yeah. You exactly. won't suffocate. You'll yeah. just burn. Yeah. Oh, this is happy talk. Oh, this is great. Thanks yeah. for tuning in. <laughs> yeah. It's the, uh, Steve and Kyle podcast. Back for another week, and yeah. um, still not a hundred percent. No, no, it doesn't sound like I'm you're fighting right. it. And it seems like whenever I get just a stupid cold, which is all this is, not out of commission by any means, but it's been so we're at day ten now, to where oh, nice. something with my nose, mouth, cough, head has been up until today, and today's not great. I felt like my left ear's been in the ocean, mm-hmm. about a hundred feet, just nice. swimming away. Yeah. Can't pop it, just floating around. It's all right. You don't need that? No. Who would need proper hearing? No. So, and then the cough is still there, but I've got a stuffed up nose mixed with a running nose with a, oh, just, just throw me in a home. You know what? Bring me out in like a month when I'm yeah. back to closer to 100%. Well, we can't, uh, can't have our fans. They can't, can't miss out. Can't, yeah, we can't have them going months. This it weeks didn't without. it didn't do it last week, but we recorded last week, which was about day three of me feeling not well. Yeah, and my wife happened to work until eleven that night, and so by the time she got home, the dogs settled down, and I finally got back to sleep. The the dogs woke up at like three thirty or four. I felt like just garbage. I ended up calling in sick to work the next day anyway. Nice, but we got the podcast in. That's right. And I know what's important. That's what really matters. I know what's important. Yeah. Yeah. But that didn't stop the train, Steve. <laughs> this, yeah, I mean, we we got a full head of steam. I am chugging uh, down the track. So I, I, you know, I just told you I'm not 100. percent But that does not stop. My wife has wanted a fire. Pit. We we've been doing this year. We've been doing a ton of outside work. Mm-hmm. Took down a couple big pine trees. And when I say took down, I mean we paid someone. Right. We cut yeah. A of check. course. Um, well, I mean that's the sometimes the most important tool. Yep. Is the checkbook. Yep. So we got the trees taken down. It wasn't great. We ended up having a lot of roots right at ground level that were about the size of, you know, the a trees. tire. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that weren't coming out. And so we ended up hiring a company to do yeah. some leveling work. Yeah, because they don't uh, what they don't tell you when they cut the trees down is take out what the, they can yeah, and exactly. everything else they, stays. They cut it. Oh, it's still a two foot tall stump. Yeah. Well, that's what that's bummer what you get. So We've been trying to grow grass back there because these two massive pine trees essentially prevented it. They shed needles. It was just dirt. It was terrible. Yeah. And we took out a big patio in the back. Whatever. We've just been doing a lot of stuff outside to the point where we wanted to, we needed to build a new fire pit and we had a couple other projects I wanted to get outside. So Saturday came around, man, and it was apparently work day and I got put to work. Me and... uh my my wife's uh, stepdad. Yeah. He came over with some lumber, and we built my built ourselves a nice uh, trash can corral oh, to nice. hide it on the side of the I house. I thought you were going to say that you built your your fire pit out of wood. Oh God! I was going to say um... with a nice wood chip barrier. <laughs> it looks really nice. Kyle's not the handiest guy. No, in the no, world. and that's what I mean. I'm not handy. So we built this uh, this garbage can corral. Turned out beautifully. Nice. His guidance, obviously, but straight and level. The yeah. boards are even straight. That cr- I mean, every the the 
the poles are, are mm-hmm. level. It's it it, tur- it couldn't have turned out better yeah. for my morale. Was it a? Is it one of those things where maybe you don't need to go out in the yard, but every now and then you go out in the yard and you just kind of stand on the deck. Twice looks uh, looks pretty good out there. Twice on Saturday ahead, she goes. Go ahead, bring, bring, you coming over today? Bring a level. Go ahead, throw a level on there. Try it. Try it. Humor me. Humor me. <laughs> Twice I went out Saturday. Where'd you go? I was like, just want to go take a picture. <laughs> I've got like three you, pictures uh, of this stupid thing. You're gonna uh, you? What, are you gonna throw this on uh, your Pinterest or something? Yeah, right. This is gonna be on the DIY whatever website. Yeah. I'm no, sure. No, that you you gotta tweet that and uh, hashtag DIY win. Oh yeah, it, it, you it have to was. do DIY win, but then when you screw something up, you have to do DIY hashtag DIY fail. Didn't hit the fail either because we went on to project number two, oh, Steve. Well, you got the momentum now, and that was fire pit. Nice. And that just isn't fun. Dig a <laughs> hole, and we got bricks with some mortar to caulk it together. Yeah. First try. Whoa. Nailed it. So you, you go round, you go rectangular. You we go went square. round. Okay. We had a ring. Uh, that It still looks weird because the ring was like brand new, so it's still just oh, yeah. shiny silver in the yep. backyard. Surprise, a bird hasn't been distracted by mm-hmm. it yet. But uh, First fire. After that, it'll, you, it'll you char. light one fire. It'll turn black. It rains once. It'll rust. Yep. I've got to burn a bunch of stuff now because the fire pit is functional. <laughs> two for two on weekend home improvement with me and my wife. And that is like a first time. There are so many little stupid isn't that, projects that I'm putting it, off. Isn't it crazy, though, how your confidence is through the roof now? Oh, yeah. And you're looking at your house. You're like, you know, I think we could put. I could put an addition on the back right. of this plate. I'm thinking, you know, why I'm don't thinking. we? Why don't we bump the roof up a couple feet? Yeah. We'll, we'll stick a put a little attic up there, a little attic space. You know why stop there? We'll put a spiral staircase up there. Chapel ceiling, <laughs> no problem. Some stained glass. It'll look nice. What'd you say? You wanted an extra few feet in our bedroom? All right, I'll have it done by tomorrow. <laughs> Knock out a wall. That's a uh, yeah. That's one of the. That's one of the coolest things when that actually happens. When something goes so right, and you're just like. Well, that, I, I bought three times as much materials because I was sure I was going to screw it up at right. least twice. That proud feeling oh, of yeah. taking lumber back to the store. Sure. Didn't need this. Yeah, it feels good. And don't get me wrong, I didn't do it by myself by any means. Right. I had a bunch of help doing it. But still, I am so DIY incompetent, it's not even funny. Yeah. I mean, I would just prefer to hire it out unless it's something really just monotonous and cheap that... yeah. I don't want to do. I mean, because I started digging out these roots by myself after the tree company left for about 90 minutes and realized <laughs> it was never going yeah. to happen. It was a labyrinth of oh, ridiculous yeah. under there. I got to the point where I thought about, let's just cement it in. <laughs> whole 20 <whole> foot area <laughs> in that back corner. We're just going to throw some cement on top of it. I don't know what we're going to use it as, yeah. but we're going to have a walking patio in that corner for no other reason than that is insane underneath. Yeah. Yeah. There. Well, they. I think that they say that, like, if you stand back and look at a tree, like, the, and you look at how wide the, the branches are at the widest point of the tree. Yeah. Like, the root system supposedly goes twice as wide as oh. that. So the neighbor, or the the tree in your backyard probably goes like the roots go two houses down. Oh, I bet, yeah. And I know our fence is even bent a little bit because the root grew so mm-hmm. close to the ground and so big and so wide that it just started bowing the yeah. fence out a little bit. Not for this guy. Now, did you consider uh, consider getting yourself some goats just n- just so they could gnaw? On I wonder if that would have worked. In hindsight, I will never forgive myself. Yeah. Yeah, you had the you had the same opportunity I did. Not as much work, but this would have been a little more intensive. Mm-hmm. You know, a little more laser focused. Yeah, I'm telling you, there's nothing more excitable, exciting for me than the idea of next spring or fall, this fall rolling around and you realizing that these goats need to happen. <laughs> because I'm not kidding you, I'm I'm posting up a chair and a cooler, and this is going to be my favorite event ever. <laughs> I cannot wait. Well, we'll do the goat cast that day from the backyard. Live uh live goat cast. We can do the goat olympics. Oh yeah, maybe we'll put it we'll, I'll go out and I'll buy another one of these uh 99 cent microphones that we got. I'll strap one to the goat so we can we can really hear what's going on. Oh, ask the goat questions. 
Yeah, I mean, of course, it's a goat, so it won't answer. But see how fast we can chase the goat and catch it. <laughs> so many ideas yeah. for these goats. Uh, I tell you what, I can't and wait. I guess I didn't realize this about my wife. I don't know if you've been paying attention at all. Uh, the Olympics. Yeah, not as much as I would have hoped. I thought I was going to watch a lot more, and I oh, barely watched any. It's been on. It seems like every night. That's obviously except yeah. for Monday nights when uh, right when when, yeah. when Raw is war. Come on. I mean, hit the skits, Rob's you know, get war. downstairs, get in the bed, whatever you got to go. Just leave me be, okay? Yeah. I'm a man needs his three hours of sports entertainment mm-hmm. tonight, okay? Yeah. But, yeah, they've been on at our house a lot. And Now, does she watch the, like, the good events, like the swimming and basketball, or is she watching, like, dressage? Sure. Um, there's been handball on in the house. I, would, well, I think I would watch that. It's okay. Yeah. It's not bad. Uh, we watched a little too much synchronized diving yesterday. Oh, I was watching some of that, and I was I was talking to Annette about that, and we're watching it, and I'm like, there's no doubt that it's very impressive. Oh, sure. It's incredibly impressive. Yeah. But I just said to her, I was like, but what's the point? I, like, it. there's no... And I guess you could. I mean, if you break down any sport, you could say, "Well, what's the point?" Oh, wow, you can throw a you can throw a, a ball, ball through, through a ring. Yeah, good. Who yeah. cares? But it just seems like there's literally nothing else you can do with your synchronized no, diving. That's it. Ability. That is absolutely nothing. it. So that I mean, between that, uh, what other garbage entertainment has been on in the Olympics that I haven't been paying attention to? I watched a little bit of basketball, but yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of swimming on. Yeah. The swimming, I I don't mind. I enjoy no, watching no, not that. at all. I like watching it. Um, I forgot I like, that I like watching it so much that I haven't watched one bit of it. Right, you just haven't caught up yet. You <laughs> yeah. got it on the DVR, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, of course. The uh, did you see the pictures of Michael Phelps? That's what I meant to bring up. Yeah, the cupping, the cupping thing, yeah. right? I've never tried it. I can't imagine how that helps. Well, granted, I've I'm sure that I've never needed it. I don't think I've ever worked myself hard right. enough, like to a Michael Phelps level. Is it for your muscles? Yeah, it. I think what what I saw it does is like they put a cup on it. They put they take a cup, like a hot cup. Yeah, I think it's glass, and they put it over the spot that is sore, and supposedly it. I don't know. Somehow it it basically gives you a hickey because it like pressurizes somehow and it. Pulls the blood to the surface, which relieves, I don't know. They, they said that there's really no um, proof that it actually works. So I feel like we're one step away from this being banned. Yeah, it. I was surprised when, when I saw that. I'm like, oh, I, but I mean, I guess it's not, I mean, it's not medication. It's, no. it's essentially like if you were going to get a massage. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's the I same mean, thing. I mean, it's. I've been tuning in for, and it's kind of like why a lot of people tune in NASCAR, waiting for the disaster. Mm-hmm. I know there is a, a bicyclist who went, who oh. just took a huge header. How does that woman still have a head? It's unbelievable. To her? Speaking of head transplants, oh god, right? Yeah. that was nasty. But then there was one, I believe, yesterday or today, where for years now NBC has utilized the from water polo the water camera, mm-hmm. which I don't get. Yeah. I mean, I. I I guess it shows, like, oh, this is what water polo is, punching out, whatever. Right. But they show it with the women. They did this four years ago, and the same thing happened. They're showing live television, and next thing you know, you see you see women's boobs. Yeah. Because it's underwater, and they're ripping at each other, pulling at each sure. other. And how do you not understand that this is a risk now when you continue to go to the stupid underwater camera? That's you madness. Know, you know something? I <laughs> This is going to sound crazy. I have a water polo contact who's at the Olympics right now. Are you kidding covering me? Covering water polo. He works for the U.S. water polo <laughs> team association. I don't know. But he Seems does. like a government lobby. He do, It's a guy that I went to college with. And he does play-by-play. And, like, every now and then I'll see him. Uh, I don't have cable anymore. But when I used to have cable, I'd see him. He'd post things like, oh, I'm calling the whatever versus whatever game tonight. On ESPN, the Ocho, and I turn it on. I'm That's like, so cool. Well, sure enough, there's there's my buddy Greg from college. Yeah, maybe this... maybe maybe we can get an Olympic guest on the phone for. We next need week. to now because I, I need to know 
what's going on underneath the water that okay. nobody else will know about. Yeah, like he could maybe do like a 10-minute water polo for dummies. <clears throat> like we each come up with all of our water polo questions. Right, yeah. And we ask them because, I mean, I'm sure that we'll we'll come up with the best questions. You know, it won't be about, like, the X's and O's. We'll be like, so, like, the ball, uh, when they throw it, can you, like, throw it at someone's head? Speaking of ball, don't those things squeeze you down there? I mean, those <laughs> things look uncomfortable, right? So, maybe if we can, if we can figure out the technical aspect of that, <clears throat> that would be fun to have a guest on calling in live from Brazil. I feel like... We'll talk about it off air, but Google has a lot of solutions Okay, that we can make this work. I feel like just getting them on the phone, <clears throat> plugging the phone into there. Oh, yeah. I don't know how it'll go from here back into that. You know, we're going to figure this out. We're going to try some input, some output, some real technical <laughs> stuff. If I, have to, if I have to crack open the wallet... Go back to Amazon Prime and see if we can upgrade the studios. It's something I'm willing to do. By the way, somebody, I don't know if you saw that, somebody tweeted, um, they tweeted like, at us and at Amazon Prime with a link to Amazon for a cough button for oh, you for last week. That would be a dream right now. Yeah. I have so many nasal issues happening in my head right now. Yep. It's ridiculous. It's almost a must. But I brought up the Olympics, Steve. Yeah. Because... I wanted it. We I had this ready for last week. We got sidetracked. Oh yeah, You're, I need to get into your beef with my beef Olympian. with Hope Solo. I get yeah, I'm blocked by an Olympian. Right? <laughs> oh, I, I actually have uh, I have a I guess uh, two degrees of separation from perhaps the oh. most popular Olympian on the U.S. women's soccer team. Who is that? That would be Carly Lloyd. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big time. My dad was her eighth grade math teacher. How about that? Yeah. She grew up in the town right next to me. Huh. And uh, my dad was a math teacher there. Wonder if she was already getting favors because she was Miss Athlete. He said she was, even in eighth grade, you could tell that she was an excellent athlete and she wow. was going to, yeah, she was going to be good. That's so cool to find that out, like, down yeah. the road, you know, yeah. for, for him and for, you know. Yeah, that happened. I had a brush with. Yeah. I think An he said Olympian he's had he's had two or three Olympians wow. in school. I mean, he taught for 40 some, 42 years, I think. So You're bound to run into yeah. a few, right? A few yeah, golden eggs in the rough. But uh, let's hear about your your oh. your running with greatness. So, so this is Hope Solo, the goalie, the goalie for the women's soccer also, team. Uh, I believe, accused DUI. Yeah, didn't Domestic she beat violence. up like her nephew? Oh yeah, she beat up her nephew. So, so to get these, because I remember I'm blocked by her now. Yeah, I had to log out of my Twitter, go to my Twitter, and then scroll for more than two <laughs> years of tweets and whatever else to find these. So there is an easier way to do that. How's that? Uh, if you go to Twitter's advanced search. You type in the two usernames, and it'll show you oh. all, all interactions between them. Well, I could find my interactions, but when I went to see the initial tweet of hers that I replied to, mm. it was it wouldn't okay, it wouldn't it show, show up. up. And I, I needed context for everybody, right? For you and for all the listeners, <laughs> right? Exactly. You don't want it to look like you're just hurling insults blindly. I mean, these yeah. were these were justified. I'm sure. This I'm is sure this. that you had great reasons for trolling. Uh, this woman who's extremely successful, probably a little bit troubled. Yeah, definitely troubled. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. It was just a day in June that it started. June 26, 2014. <laughs> and, she... and this carries on until October. So I have 15 tweets <laughs> that I sent to Hope Solo when, before when she finally to, gave when up. When you first talked about this, I figured there two. No, three, it took maybe. me a while because the key over, is over a few months span. The key is if you want to do this right. You've got to catch a celebrity literally right when they tweet it out. So you can be one of the first few replies. Yeah. That if they look later at their tweet, you're right there. You're on the forefront. Yes. So I think part of it is I didn't get lucky until, you know, D-Day. Did you, did you have like, did you have a notification? Cell? No, so. no. Not that, not that far. It would just be if I was scrolling through and I'd see a tweet of hers, I'd respond. So, so you followed her. Correct. Yeah, I was you a fan. Follow, okay. I mean, until she went off the rails, I mean, I drove to Detroit. This was... Six years ago at this point to watch a U.S. women's exhibition soccer match before mm. the World Cup. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and I really enjoyed her until she went 
totally cuckoo, married one of the worst guys on the planet, all this business with her, okay? Mm-hmm. So June 26, 2014, okay. she posts a picture of her and, I don't know, looks like her husband, two other random people with a flag, and I think this was uh, during the Men's World Cup. Okay. said, USA, USA, USA. And what, I mean, what a, what a, right? like a mundane tweet. It Just is. like, yep. It is exactly what it sure. is. And I said, which one is your punching bag? This was after the, okay. you know, she, yeah. uh, I believe attacked Wait, her nephew or to, something. Oh yeah. I yeah. I definitely have con- I have Because I want to see, oh. I need to see. Just oh, mundane, man. like go, go USA. Yep. Uh, followed that up oh, boy. with, uh, actually waited a month, July 28th. What a one of a kind birthday celebration of all the games. I've never had a party in the stands. My family is so thoughtful. Okay. And so, I, so her family came to see her play for her birthday. For I'm her guessing birthday. which she plays for this, say the Seattle women's MLS okay. team. Uh, and I asked, are those the ones you punched and screamed at like a crazed Sasquatch? Wow. Okay. The reports of her arrest were not very pleasant. No, like, no, 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 not at all. Nephew locked in a bathroom, and she was like wild, like I'm gonna yeah. kill him for right. whatever reason was going on. Yeah, this wasn't like um, like Hope had one too many drinks, and yeah. you know they were pulling hair at the bar. No, and this is these are things too that I mean they never got noticed by anybody. I mean a few of my friends. Who I, you know, who follow me on Twitter would see these and, and like them or whatever. Yeah. But it was never like where it got, you know, attention, like 40 retweets, whatever. Yeah, you were never part of a BuzzFeed article. No. About- yeah, right? And I, I, in hindsight, I feel a little bit bad. There were a few, like, women soccer fans or Hope Solo super fans who were, Hey, stop being mean! And, hey, I, and so I'd send them a link to a news You've article. You've made mistakes, too, I'm yeah. sure. So I'd send them a link to a news article, like, is this who you're defending? Like, <laughs> well, I mean, you're just, you just need to make sure the public is aware. I needed their heroes to be brought down to nothing. So that, I mean, I waited a month, Steve. It was very, it was very generous. And then I don't know why it hit me then. Service. I don't know why it hit me then that I needed to continue this onslaught. But a similar thing. Uh, USA won a match in August. USA, USA. And... I'll, I'll bleep myself, Steve, to say sure. Does this mean your loved ones or anybody nearby gets the night off from getting the bleep kicked out of them by you? <laughs> I can't. I can't get over so, the fact that she just mauled or tried to maul her teenage right. nephew for something. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so that was another three weeks, and then. I hope Solo is all smiles at U.S. soccer training today. A lot to be happy about. What a funny picture. And the picture never opened. They deleted it by the time I had found these. Yeah. And I said, did you just punch someone? Like a family member or something. (laughs) (laughs) This is August. I I notice a theme developing. Each one of them them seems to be about the theme changes. Yeah. What a game last night. How much fun. What do you say we do it again next week? See you Sunday. And it's just a picture of her in front of the stands after her game. And I asked, why is everyone gone? Did you physically attack all of them? <laughs> you know, because of the, right, the thing. Right, because of the, yeah, because the, of the, thing. the incident. And then she the, must have gone to her garden. This is the end of August now. This morning's harvest. And I asked, how many family members did you have to punch to get all those? Oh, come on. Now you're t- <laughs> <laughs> At least with the other ones, there were, there were actually people in the pictures, or she was surrounded by family. It's literally <laughs> picking from a garden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You turned to her picking what? Uh, what are they? A couple cherry, cherry tomatoes. Yeah, cherry tomatoes into her punching family members. And there was I'm another one. She, man, she had you. Like th- this was a long leash she was right, yeah, get. and and I think at this point it was still infrequent enough that, like I said, it wasn't even on the radar, oh. so it never registered. One of her with some women on a golf cart, not a bad day of training, I'm assuming with her Seattle teammates, yeah, and I said, which one of them did you beat the bleep out of? 
Now, uh, Kyle, that's un- <laughs> that's unfair Sorry. because I don't think that she fought any of her teammates. That's true. At that point, I probably didn't know that, Steve. That's that's terrible. That's probably you know what? I'll send her an apology. Yeah, very unfair. I'm gonna send her a note. I feel bad. Yeah, maybe you should create a new Twitter uh, just so you can apologize and ask that this Twitter be unblocked. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'll title it. My Twitter handle will be I'm sorry. Hope so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this is the end of August. So now we change a month. Oh, we're not done here? So this is August 27th all the way to September 21. Okay. okay? And it's a lot a happened in that for three and a half weeks. This is when the fappening happened. Oh, yes. Which we talked about that Wait, rampant she... serial butthole photographer. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that guy. Wait, that... was she was Hope Solo part of the fappening? She was Miss Butthole. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. She's like <sighs> the star of the show. Yeah. I, oh, man. So my aim changed. And we talked about yeah, this. Because I, I was so caught up in the um, uh, Verlander. Yeah, Kate uh, Upton. Yeah, Kate yeah. Upton. And now we talked about this. I'm not sh- I, I I don't want this to come off as me shaming women for right. whatever. This is literally me making fun of her for these photos. Okay. Yeah. If you want to take nude photographs, I please go ahead. You deserve all the privacy sure. that you that you sh- that you actually deserve. Yeah. Okay. I the want, fact I want that, to say that the fact that that people were hacked into it's not like it's not like one of those uh, instances. Like who was it that earlier last week who tweeted out a picture or or posted a you know a D pic on Snapchat or oh on yeah Twitter basketball or, player yeah, Draymond exactly. Green yeah it's yep. not like. The, the people that were hacked, they were hacked. Sure. They do not deserve any of yes, this. That, that, it's it's on the record, it's, right? It is awful that it happened. Yep. Absolutely. But that doesn't change the direction of my, <laughs> but, of my attacks. Yeah. Wow, what a game, Seahawks. And so I just asked, on a scale of 1 to 10, how clean is your b-hole today? <laughs> well, I mean, it's very related to the question... Or it's very related to her original. original. And at this point, I mean, it's got to start. Okay, like she's probably maybe she saw this one. All right, you know, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's you know, just silly. Follow that up two days later, where she actually made a comment. This is where it took her like it took her a while to actually make a statement about the photos and everything, mm. and and then it's extremely sad and unfortunate that the rights of so many women were violated. Dot dot dot. So it would go to a Facebook post again. Completely agree True. with that post. Is this in reference to your butthole being all over the internet? Well, I mean, that's a valid question. I mean, you, you know, you need to clarify. It's very valid. Yeah, I, she, I don't blame her at all. It, there should have been a hashtag the fappening. Yeah. And then you wouldn't have had to ask that question. Nope. It would have saved everybody. Followed that up two days later. How she was looking forward to signing photographs and meeting fans. Lots of amazing athletes will be there. Buy tickets here. Will you sign a picture of your butthole if I bring it? <laughs> now, this is the one where I think I got in early enough because I had four random people like it. <laughs> you know? Still didn't do it. Still didn't do <laughs> it. <laughs> a lot of good Champions League games on today. So, European soccer. Which are yeah. you watching? Now, this one doesn't even... This is the most... This is one of the dumbest ones. Does it just say butthole, butthole, butthole? Does one of them use your butthole as its logo? That one. (laughs) Best wishes to Landon Donovan and his send-off. So, he's retiring. Thanks for inspiring a generation and helping to grow this beautiful game. Very nice sentiment towards Landon Donovan. At Hope Solo. Plus, he didn't show his butthole to the world or beat the living bleep out of family members like an untamed Ooh. Yeti. Oh, we're There's it, that. We're bringing it full circle. We're bringing it back. Right? <laughs> Bring those signs tomorrow, Casey. This is, now, this is it. This, it's this series this of is, tweets that gets me okay. blocked because I think I did three to one tweet. And this was what the finally the straw that broke the camel's Nail back. in the coffin right here. Bring those signs tomorrow, Casey. Get creative and get rowdy. Oh, we'll have something awesome for the best one. Did you win? I must have. I'm still waiting for my gift. Yeah. Is this a trick so you can show me a picture of your butthole? <laughs> Followed up with, is your gift a bleep whooping with crazy in your eyes? 
And then this is it. This is the one that finally she says, you know what? Enough is absolutely enough. Yeah. What do you think of people referring to their Hope Solo when talking about their butthole? Is that embarrassing? So that did it. So that's... That is... That's your relationship. It's absolutely a Twitter trolling. Yeah, that's your relationship with Hope Solo. Yeah. So we're pretty much friends. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would think her and I are internet friends. And during the... My investigation of this, Steve, I did find um, what got me blocked by Peter King. Oh, Sports Illustrated. Oh, yeah, writer. I remember you talking about that. He, um, this was back during the Ferguson, Missouri. Oh, okay. Like riots, essentially. Mm. <coughs> but, I was like when, when people from the sports world comment on sure. current events. It's yeah. never in any way. It's timely. It's <laughs> yeah. relevant. Yeah. Um, but what happened here was, this is two pretty vague it's not even a tie-in. So when Robin Williams passed away, Peter King caught some heat. Um, he said he wrote some long-winded tweet about, um, I was at a Starbucks today and asked the barista, hear about Robin Williams? Said no. Said he died. And I just looked at the life drain out of his eyes. Like something to that, to that degree. Like Peter King, like... right. Most insensitive, weird newsbreaker of all. Like right. it was just very weird the way he yeah. did it. Yeah. Well, this one he said, "Thinking of you tonight, Wesley Lowry, which I remember was a journalist who got jailed during the when all the stuff was going down. With, mm-hmm. You know, tear gas, all this in Ferguson, Missouri. Full support from all who know and support you." And I said, "Does he know Robin Williams died? Is there <laughs> any way you could break the news?" <laughs> so. Which actually was more relevant at that point, because yeah. I believe Robin Williams had died relatively right. recently. <laughs> but he didn't appreciate me closing that circle. No. And really tying them together. Hey, and put a, put a nice nice little bow on top. That's what ended my, my Twitter relationship so with just, Peter King. So just one tweet, huh? No, no, no. I, I communicated a few times. I, I'd followed him for a while, and I tweeted him just random stuff. Yeah. But we had never communicated before. Right. You weren't buds like you and Hope Solo. Um, nope, nope. Never never quite had that level of camaraderie. Yeah. Um, I do remember me. I, and I had definitely was very mean to Peter King beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, based on one of the times the guys had gone to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. from the radio show. Yeah. And Joe kindly went over and said, hey, would you mind being on... Whatever, our show next or whatever. Oh, didn't he say, like, F no or something? He, he said, no, 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 thing. And he goes, well, how about tomorrow, which would have been at that point, or Monday, something like that, the day after the Super Bowl. What? F no! And he walked away. <laughs> yeah. So that always turned me off from the guy. Plus, yeah. he had always been he'd always been a little bit social ignorant on social media. Like mm-hmm. I said, the Robin Williams thing is uh, probably the biggest thing that he made, you know, right. ripples for about being so ridiculous. But... Yeah, that's my that's my Hope Solo banning story. <laughs> so I mean, I told that, you about the Lions players. I've been banned by the, uh, the director of NASA. Director, yeah. Director which I don't have that direct story. I don't even know where that is. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know where that, that thing's lost in space as far as I'm concerned. Maybe one day. Maybe, maybe one on day. The, maybe on the 100th episode or yeah. something a couple years That's, from now. That, that story's out there like George Clooney's character oh, from yeah. Gravity. Yeah, just, just floating around. Floating around. Just floating around. Picked up by a loose space station somehow. <laughs> so I have, to, uh, I have to thank you for doing us a big favor uh, over the weekend. Oh, yeah. We yeah. were huge inconvenience. Yeah, Ooh. well, we were, we were in Indianapolis for the weekend. We spent some time there. And uh, saw a bunch of Annette's family. And so we have the dog who stays at, uh, at, at someone's house. Yep. A couple minutes from here. She dog sits. And she's great. And Lola loves going over there. So it's, it's great. We go over, we drop her off there and pay. And she stays there for the weekend. And yeah, it's perfect. Gets, gets all the attention she, she needs. Mm-hmm. And then we have the cats who, I don't know. I've never had cats before. So I didn't have any basis. I'm like, how long can cats... Because I've always gotten the impression that cats will do perfectly fine whether you're there or not. Right. They don't care about you. They're they're not affectionate. It's all very true. Well, these I mean, these cats are fairly affectionate, although I do have a beef with them that's been going on since last week. Um, turn around. See that, that chair over there? That nice... Oh, boy. Yeah. 
Nice. Oh boy. Nice, nice new leather chair. Notice how it kind of looks like braille on the top it's of got, it. It's or, got some marks. It's got some claw marks. While well, I was sitting here doing work, and I hear, I hear that like if you have cats, you know that sound. It's that sound of claws digging into mm-hmm. fabric or some kind of you know leather surface, and the like the ripping. Mm. I lost it on these cats, and uh, so I've been pretty pissed about them I so don't blame you so needless to say i wasn't really leading the charge on what are we going to do about the cats this weekend because i'm like i don't care those things maybe i'll leave a door open that's what <laughs> yeah, i'll do yeah exactly solve this problem those once cats, and for all those cats can starve for all yeah. i care which is terrible because i do like the cats and they are i i have warmed up to them a lot yeah. i do like them and um but i was I think, understandably, pretty pissed about that. I bought that chair a month ago. I think I've sat in it four times. Right. And now it has cat marks in it. So I'm not too pleased with that. So the cats would probably be okay for... We were going to be gone probably just over 48 hours. Yeah. We've left them before. You just fill the bowls a lot. Yeah. You you make sure their litter boxes are empty. They'd have been fine. Yeah. but Make sure the litter boxes are empty. When we leave, leave them a lot of water, they'll be perfectly fine. But we figure if we can find somebody who will stop over and just sure. throw some food at them, even better. So I had sent you a text on, I think on Thursday, saying, hey, do you would you be able to stop over at the house on Saturday? Sometimes Saturday afternoon. Yeah. And uh, just give these cats some food and let them see a human. Not like they care because sure. they're cats, right? And again, yeah. they will survive long after oh, humans. Oh, good, another victim. <laughs> yeah, long is after what they humans look at. are gone. So, uh, uh, on Saturday, Annette said to me, "She's like, oh, can you text Kyle to see if he stopped over to see the cats?" And I didn't mean to text you to say, "Hey, everything's yeah. good," but like I said, it's a little bit busy, <laughs> right? You so know, glistening in the sun. <laughs> so I gave a, I gave her. Your number, I said. Here, you, you text him. So she says, "Hey, yo, forget about it. How's my cats?" Signed, DeBroad, because which is the, how she's affectionately referred to, right? Yeah, on on this here podcast, right? And your response cracked us both up because you said they were good, alive, and looking exactly like Satan's children. <laughs> it's this line though. They were slowly licking up their scoops of cat meat, death, and staring forlongingly into the distance when I left. So, you know, normal cat stuff. Yep. So, I mean, all's well, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I particularly enjoy the terms cat meat. That's, we, we scooped it out. It's like, oh. Looks great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It smells great, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, smells awful. Yeah. I mean, it, I could have just sent you a thumbs up emoji. Yeah. And But, but you why? know, wanted to give the full status report on how the cats were doing. Yeah. Barely made it through the door. And I saw those green devil eyes mm-hmm. staring through. Yep. Thought, oh, boy, I'm on enemy territory now. Now, when you started uh, scooping out the cat meat, did the one cat start meowing like crazy? I don't think so. That oh, wow. I filled up the bowl and... Uh, just switched out the water and Katie was doing the, the death meat. <laughs> right. And, uh, I don't remember anything. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, to, to their credit, I know I make jokes, but they are both very friendly. Neither yeah. Outside of chewing your leather chair. <laughs> right. Oh, they, uh, they both, I had actually, for that one minute or two minutes, I had actually forgotten about that. And you saying it made me mad again in that instant. It's so easy. I mean, they do animals just in general, man. I mean, I had a picture on my phone from, this is before we even had two dogs, I think, about our phone charger collection that our a-hole wiener dog decided to just gnaw through. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. Yeah. Never don't chewed need, chairs. Don't need these. Never chewed, you know, furniture, anything else. But for whatever reason, he would go on my wife's side of the bed and chew her phone cord like four times mm-hmm. until it got to the point, it's going to have to like put it in a drawer at yeah. this point. I thought that was bad until our new dog came around. And when we would be in the process of essentially switching sheets, if they'd be in the washer or dryer and we wouldn't have sheets on the bed, she would decide to go in the room when we were gone 
and chew up our memory foam mattress topper. Yeah, those aren't expensive. Happened once. Incredibly frustrating. Guess who the idiot is who allowed it to happen <laughs> twice? It's just, it's those few minutes where you, I think that's where you truly can realize the rage potential yeah. in your own body. Because when an animal does that, I don't know that I've ever been as mad. I know. And you can, you can almost like visualize the punishment you want to wreak that, you know, you want to well, rain down on them. And that's what scares me. I think that's what scares me the most sure. about uh, having kids one day. Right. I'm like, because one day that's going to be a child that grabs onto a pair of scissors and stabs the furniture or, you know, takes markers and yeah, draws colors on the, the wall. wall. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm built. Right. Where I can just say, it's okay. Yep. Um, we're going to be fine. Yeah. It's, it's, just, just, a new it's just a chair. Another I mean, gallon of of that specialty paint. <laughs> it's just, I mean, it's just a chair. Granted, I mean, it's just my favorite chair. Yeah, something I sit in every night. No big deal. Hand me down, you know, yeah, no. gift for my family. But Mm-mm. don't care about this. Go take a walk while I visualize hey, punting this child. Yeah, but this, I mean, this child, this is a miracle. Yeah, look at this, this child. child's a gift from oh, God. Look at that; it's pooping on the floor. Oh, cool. Yeah, no big deal. Because <sighs> I question the same thing because. <laughs> The second you've like I've I've visualized myself grabbing one of my dogs by the back of the neck, you know where they, you know. So I guess it's not that bad because isn't that where most right you people say that they grab by the scruff, yeah. But in my mind, in my mind, I'm like, oh god, I'm, you know, yeah. I don't even know what I do, yeah. But I, that scares me. That particular, like, oh my god, you know, Why I ought to. yeah. Like, what and am actually, I going to do? What am I going to punch my dog in the face? <laughs> am I going to, you know, kick the cat? No, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I'll feel terrible. And like, I don't want to do that. Like three seconds later, I'm going to feel awful if I do anything yeah. rash and stupid. Yep. So, dude, that's how, like, that. that's why it doesn't, like, when I start to feel like that, that's not that I would ever get to, uh, you know, the crazy level that some people go. But, like, you can understand how people snap oh, and how people make yeah. terrible mistakes you know, like road rage mistakes or something, just in that, like, that burst of adrenaline, that two seconds where your blood pressure is so high and, like, your, you know, veins are popping out of your head yeah. because somebody, like, cut you off or whatever. And yeah. You're like, and then you step back from it two seconds later and you're like, God, that, like, that's how it happens. That's how people flip. It sure is. Yeah. That's how people just <clears throat> go off. I wonder if it's different now just because, I don't know. Of course, it's a different world, but you don't hear about the 1960s guy getting shot because he cut off somebody on the highway. Right. Like, are we just devolving as humans? No, they're just turning into mass shootings. Oof. Well, I got deep. <laughs> yeah. So, cats, huh? Right. Luckily for me, I'm at the point now where a lot, a lot of my frustration comes from whatever, dog barking, whatever. So, if the dog's outside, our older dog... Who older, he's a year and a half, mm-hmm. will know that I'm mad. And I'll say, no barking. And I'll stare at him and he'll sit down and he'll look at me. And it's like, yeah, you know, you're not going to do right. anything. So you, then he'll turn around. Both thumbs point into right? yourself I and you, fu- say, you yeah. say alpha dog. Yeah. Like I, I puff out a little bit like, oh, you want you want to do this? <laughs> you know? We're going to go? He'll start barking again. I'll make a big show of like stomping down the stairs so he can hear me. Right. Doesn't phase him. He thinks it's a game. So I'll spend 10 minutes looking like a total idiot. Right. Doing laps around my backyard chasing this weenie dog who thinks it's a game. <laughs> Until he finally realizes, well, I'm a little bit tired. He's probably cooled down now. I guess I'll lay down. And so I'll catch up to him. And then all of a sudden he'll stop. He'll kind of thunk down on one side, roll on his back, and then his whole butt will wag. I'm like... <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna pick you up now because now that's way too adorable to hit. Now I'm, now I'm, I'm still mad, but oh, God, that's a that's just adorable. I'll bring you right inside, oh, no, buddy. Let me, t- let me take a picture. Yeah, it's oh man, it's infuriating, and then it goes away so fast. And maybe I just need that. I'm gonna let him bark for another two minutes. Yeah, but I'm not gonna hear it. And then I'm gonna go outside and handle this, so my rage isn't so totally consuming. Mm-hmm. God. 
Yeah, maybe I shouldn't have kids. Yeah, yeah. I... <coughs> yeah, get it. That's a big one. Get it all. Yeah. Get it. I'm actually, can you hear I'm, the wheeze? Like when I breathe, sometimes yeah. it sounds like Is another. Like... Yeah, it's like another humans, and they're trying to escape. <laughs> like I breathe, and then like a long lost twin, like help me, <laughs> give me, give me a breath, and then I suppress it, and then I cough it, so he stays down. That's the key. Mm. Well, what are we at time wise? Because I had one thing that I just wanted to mention. One hour, twelve seconds. Oh. This will be perfect, okay? Just a, just a wrap-up. I mentioned this to you uh, last week. We just didn't get have time to get to it, that I saw something at our local mall. Oh, yeah. That was one of the most offensively dumb and gross things I've ever seen, mm-hmm. okay? And and I, I, I frequent the movie theater. I'm a huge movie fan. So we were going to this movie on a Sunday. I like to go Sunday evenings. Not as busy. It's right. kind of the wind down of the weekend. We're walking in the mall, going to see Jason Bourne. Now you're familiar enough with the layout of the mall for everybody who doesn't. It's it there's steps down. There, there's two sides to the mall. You can take steps down from the movie theater to the main parking underneath, sure. food court in the center. Yep. Or you can take the long walk where you really the only place you go past is TGI Fridays for a restaurant purpose yeah. or a bar purpose, and that's important to mention here. So they're walking out. The, there's a group of people as we're walking in. We're walking out from the movie theater side, mm-hmm. and they're going down the steps. So to my for my money they're leaving the movie theater. Right. And they there's three people, three guys, and two of them have their friend in between them. Like a wounded soldier. <laughs> like arms over the shoulders. Arms over okay. the I mean this What's guy, the age? What do we I would guess early to mid twenties. Okay. And Again, I don't know where they could have come from other than the movie theater unless they decided to take this long walk around. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Right. Maybe they're there so they're... after the mall has technically closed on Sundays yeah. to do this. What I see next is this dude in the middle. Just his head's like slumped forward. Oh, so you're thinking drunk. That, at at okay. first I didn't know, right. but it didn't take long to realize when the long trail of brown ooze started coming out of his mouth. <laughs> this is... Wait, are, did you say you're still outside so you haven't... We're inside the mall. Okay, this you, is, they're on the steps I got, okay. going down. Oh, oh, I know exactly where you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. And so like, oh, no. Oh, so I turn away. A few seconds later, he's not done. Again. I didn't see. Oh, I know. I gagged, yeah. and I, I should have stuck around because there was a poor cleaning lady who I know was going to get saddled with that. Yeah, but I wanted to see if these three bros, two bros and one non-functioning bro, right. were going to have the wherewithal to like. Oh no! What, or if clean they it just up? walked away yeah. and decided. Yeah, what are they going to do? Go over to like the the Burger King and get five napkins on all the napkin the napkin dispensers. Man, I just it and that just reminds me of the only time I've been that bad in public and it was on my 21st birthday. Yeah. But like I said, the reason this guy doesn't make sense, he wasn't walking from a bar. So was he drinking out of a flask in the movie in the theater? Movie. Yeah, maybe. Or I mean, yeah, to get there's that, nothing, nothing there's on that nothing side, else. right? It didn't make sense. I couldn't rectify it in my head, but I can't judge the guy too harshly because, like I said, kind of reminds me of my 21st birthday, right? But, but he's not you. Ex- oh, that's hey. a good point. Oh, uh, got a uh, got an email right okay, there. Okay, good. Just in case you didn't hear that, he's in. I mean, I don't know because on my 21st birthday, I mean, my it was not even that late. It was like a Thursday or a Friday night. And my, uh, I had a couple of friends there over at a bar. You and I frequented many times, you chillers and stand Oh, yeah. And, that's uh, the, that we've done uh, many, well, many, like upwards of two of our periscopes from there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've done many a uh, fist appearances at that place. I saw that you also sent me a text. I felt bad. I never replied. I had totally forgotten that you had sent that text until earlier today. The text uh, they had free free pizza puffs oh, on Saturday just and just Sunday. Just an abomination. <laughs> For those listening, Kyle has um, 
He has the most hatred towards a, an inanimate object that I've ever seen for these things at this one restaurant near us. I'm sure this is a common thing at many restaurants. This is an Italian restaurant, but it's also a bar so that Italian food, but then also the typical bar food, burgers and sliders mm-hmm. and, and you know chicken fingers. And one of their appetizers is uh, it's called pizza puffs. And all it is is it's dough that is puffed up a bit, and then they serve it to you on a tray. And they have the little dipping cheese and the little uh, the, the dipping marinara sauce. It's an affront to food. <laughs> it's offensive for everything that it causes and costs. It's disrespectful to actual pizza. <laughs> like it's an elephant ear puffed up by a bike pump. It's so terrible. And then they go to like the local gas station and pour you a cup of their nacho cheese. Oh, the, yeah, from the from the little the little dispenser. some marinara and other garbage. Throw it on a plate with no no powdered sugar even. No. And they call it pizza. Well, you can't put powdered sugar on it. I mean, well, because they call it pizza, yeah, even though it's a glorified yeah, elephant ear. Silly. I think, you know, kind of craving them right about now. You're a monster. <laughs> I think we should do a. Let's see, I'm not here this weekend, but maybe next weekend we'll do a Uccello's trip. Mm-hmm. We could do that. Perhaps uh, order up some of the puffs. I'll refrain. <laughs> it's been it's been a couple weeks since we've been there. Yeah. But yeah, I like that place. I like that place a lot, despite you hating their pizza puffs with a passion that burns with the intensity of 1,000 suns. Their drinks are fantastic. They are. Their appetizers are mostly great outside of the... <laughs> Air puffed dough, which is an offensive. I went there a, maybe a month ago. A friend of mine helped me. I was working on the Jeep and he helped We ended up helping me for like six hours. So we finished up working on the Jeep and I was like, all right, let's go out and get a couple drinks, get some food. We we're both starving. So we went to Uccello's and it was, I think it's after, 10. it's either after 10 or after 11 where they're, they're little pizzas, little like, oh yeah, yeah. Nine, like I think $2 it's a, I think it's a nine inch yeah. pie. Yeah, it's half price. Well, they're only like five bucks to begin with or yeah, something. It's such a good deal though. And then their I think they had their drafts were half price too. So we both had let's see, I had mozzarella sticks as an appetizer, then a pizza. He had wings as an appetizer and a pizza. I gotta hit the restroom. All right. Sir, you gonna be all right? No. <laughs> All right, so Kyle is not here anymore. He, uh, as you heard there, he kind of this this is a post mortem, by the way. This is after after the events. Um, he, he, in the middle of uh, us talking, he got a strange look on his face. He said he had to go. He left the room. He went into the bathroom next door, and uh, I guess that's where we're gonna leave it. For this week. And then we'll come back and uh, hopefully Kyle will be back here and everything will be good a week from today. Uh, so hopefully you enjoyed the podcast, even though the the ending was a bit abrupt. He was very apologetic as he walked out the door. But uh, I have no doubt in my mind that he'll be, he'll be good to go for next week. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to reveal exactly when, what went down uh, in, in Kyle's life for that brief period of time. But uh so yeah, thanks for listening. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Pass it along, share it with your friends, and uh, we'll talk to you next week on the Stephen Kyle podcast.